Welcome back to another Arsenio's Business English Podcast, but I'm your host as always, and today we're going to get into a very, very controversial con- uh, topic. Um, first and foremost, we need to understand what the word addicted means. So we're going to be talking about Gen Y smartphone addicts. So the older generations, they have a tendency of always pointing fingers at the younger generations. But when it comes to the younger generations, we're the ones that are going to live from the effects of the older generations uh, not given of you know what, right? So if you were born any time between the, the 1900s and 19, let's say 75, even up to 80, you are the problem. You're the source of the problem. I would go so far to say that there are 30 to 40-year-olds. Now, I'm talking about climate change. I'm talking about con- Look at the problems. Look at well, if we even look at one of the biggest topics in the world by the name of racism. Where did it come from? It's been influenced for generations. So again, the Gen Bs and Gen X they had the opportunity to stop that. But of course, if we go back and look at segregation and look at all the wars and things that have erupted or had erupted between 1950s all the way up until the 80s, it was it was heinous. So now there are acts of terrorism against religions now. There are acts of terrorism against, obviously, African-Americans, which has been stemming for such a long time. So if we look, and the reason why I mention all of these things is because when they start blaming and when they start saying, oh, social media is bad, social media promotes bullying. No, you could block someone on social media. And when you block someone on social media, they could no longer see what you say. Now, you can't block someone you see in a classroom. I've been bullied before. You can't block that. At online, you could block that. And so, again, it's the older individuals who have a tendency of always pointing fingers and playing that blame game when they're the ones that should be blaming themselves for what is happening around the world right now. So, now that I've stated that, Let's get into what the word addiction means. I don't believe in it. I believe everything is predicated off habit. So, okay, if I drink water five times a day, that means I'm addicted to water, right? Okay, but a lot of people would say, no, well, no, no, well, not really. Okay, well, let's look this up. Let's look up the word addiction, okay? Addiction defined. It says the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance thing or activity. So, again, uh, that really doesn't state anything. You know, it, 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 again, compulsive, chronic, physiological, behavior, it's all based on habit. And addiction is not even true. It's not part of the human psyche because it's, all, it's called a habit. But they want to make it, they want to call it an addiction so that they can make you look like you have a problem, but you really don't. All it is is a really bad habit. So is smoking an addiction? No, it's not. What do you mean it's not? No, the drug, uh, nicotine is a, I don't know. Is smoking an addiction? Is breathing oxygen an addiction? Is taking three showers a day an addiction? Is uh, working an addiction? Uh, Technically it is. You do it 30, you do it 33% of your day every day. See, I don't believe in addiction. But what we're gonna, uh, what we're gonna unravel in this podcast today is the fact that a lot of people say, "Oh, you're addicted to social media." 
you know, I know out there in Korea and Japan, you see people just on their phones. If you look at some of the SkyTrain stations, people are on their phones. Well, it's better than looking at the other person across from you, right? I mean, again, it only exposes who we are. That's what this does. That's what cell phones do. If you see someone go to dinner and both of them are on their phones and they're not communicating, it just exposes them who they are. Maybe they don't like the other individual. And so this is why I'm like, hey, when I go out with my friend, I make sure that I put my phone away. I give my undivided attention to them. Now, if I didn't, that means I'm bored of them. And so I would put out, pull out my phone. I just really wouldn't care about that particular person. So we have to really understand what the word addiction is. Because again, going back to it, they make these reports and this is what I'm going to discuss. It, it just doesn't make much sense at all. So let's break this down. Let's break this down. He says, Gen Y smartphone addicts. Gen Y, or Generation Y, refers to young people between 18 and 30 years old. So I'm just over that age, unfortunately. Oh my God, I'm 32. Anyways, let's keep going. Cisco publishes an annual report. Oh, so wait, I am not Gen X. That can't be true. Because there's no way I'm Gen X. Okay, I think totally like Gen Z. But let's keep going. Cisco publishes an annual report on technology use in the world. The Cisco Connected World Technology Report, as it is called. Part of this report looks at how Gen Y people use their smartphones in 18 different countries. Many Gen Y people are smartphone addicts, or so this report says. So, a particular person can be addicted to the phone by these seven bullet points. She checks for emails, texts, or social media updates every 30 minutes. So why every 30 minutes? Why can't it be every hour? So every hour, that means I'm not addicted, but every 30 minutes I am. So what if I have to check emails because I'm at work and I do that every 15 minutes? Does that mean I'm addicted to email because I'm always checking it? Oh, yeah. No, but it's for work, though. Oh, so it's not an addiction if it's for work, but if it's outside of work, it's an addiction. Guys, this, this doesn't make any sense. Now, if you te check text messages, because maybe you work for USPS or some kind of postal service and you have to constantly check your phone. Ooh, let's look at this one. Grab bike. Grab bike is one of those, of course, um, food delivery, or it could be a transporter in terms of like transportation out here in Thailand. And they have to constantly look at their phone, check out maps and check out easy ways to get there. So because they use their phone all the time, does that mean that they are addicted? See what I mean? Guys, there's no such thing as an addiction. So he says, okay, checks your phone every 30 minutes. So what if I talk to someone every 30 minutes? Does that mean I'm addicted? to talking to that particular someone? What if I speak for 24 hours? Does that mean I'm addicted to talking? Let's go into the second bullet point. She looks at her smartphone as part of her early morning routine. That's not an addiction. She gets up and checks her smartphone and gets dressed, then checks her smartphone and eats breakfast, then checks her smartphone. Yeah, I mean, why those specific events? Now, again, what if she's waiting for an important phone call? Does that minus the addiction? No, that means that you, you're very dependent on your phone. Okay, so let's say that I don't do that. That means I'm not addicted through the eyes of you old heads. Guys, I'm just going to continue debunking everything you say in your ridiculous report. Let's keep going. 
She takes her smartphone to bed. Um, well, some people take their laptops to bed. Does that mean they're addicted to their laptops? Uh, some people, oh my God, what is it? Some people put on their shoes when they go to work and they wear shoes. Does that mean they're addicted to wearing shoes because they wear it eight hours a day or even more? Just saying, taking it to bed. So, okay, so if I take water to bed, does that mean I'm addicted to water? Guys, yeah, let's keep going. You guys know where I'm going. You guys are like, oh yeah, I completely understand now. But let's keep going for all giggles and purposes. She doesn't leave her smartphone behind when she goes into the bathroom. That has nothing to do with it. Bathroom or not. Again, what if you have a very bad stomach problem? You're in there for 30 minutes. Are you just going to sit there and look at the wall? Oh, oh, okay. So what if I bring a newspaper in? Does that mean I'm addicted to reading and I'm addicted to the newspaper? Just saying. Let's keep going. Regularly uses smartphone apps in her daily life. That is the dumbest thing I possibly have ever heard in my life. Depending on what your job is, you're going to have to use different things. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Let's keep going. Does the smartphone addict enjoy life? Perhaps not. Two out of five users say they feel anxious without a smartphone to check. Now, anxious in terms of what? Now, I don't feel anxious. I feel like I'm more disconnected. Right, because think about it. Guys, think about the time. When I was in 2004, 16 years old, I used to go out, I used to do different things. But at that time, there was no internet, there was no MySpace, there was barely the internet, okay? The internet was barely the internet. Uh, MySpace had just come out, but we didn't have a computer. The only communication, it means the communication I had was with, my phone, my cordless phone at home. Guys, I won't even put it this way. I remember that Rancho High School, my alma mater, they played Valley High School four times in one year, one calendar year. I did not know what happened and what the result of the Friday night's game was until I went to school on Monday. Oh, but you could have called someone. No, guys, this is the beauty of technology now. I'll find out immediately. Probably there are scores and different things that I could follow or people who are at the game that will record the game or do it live. See, the, this is the beauty of technology. Now, if we look at uh, other teams, like uh, you, I would always have to read the newspaper or hurry up and check it up online. What about the news about your different sports teams? What about the upcoming World Cup roster in 2006? Nobody knew who they were unless you watched the local news in whatever country you're in. So thinking about how world was back then, that was depressing. And even saying that, between the 40s and the 1990s in America, do you know how many serial rapists and killers there were without technology? So many things could have been prevented if we had technology. Those girls that disappeared on the bridge when a guy was just walking towards them, they never found that guy, never found him. Those two girls ended up killed and mutilated. Can you believe that? But had they had their cell phone, they could have hurried up and made a phone call. Or, you know, there could have been so many other things that could have happened where they could have sent out some kind of distress signal. So, again, smartphone. That's what our focus is, right? Focusing on what the smartphone is. Now, for me not to be addicted to the smartphone, I have to do everything that was opposite in terms of this article. 
So do I feel anxious without my phone? No. I remember I went to Penguin Lake in Utah for the weekend, about four days. I didn't have any internet reception or service. The only two things I really worried about at that time was the Cavaliers were playing the Detroit Pistons, okay, in the Game 7, in Game 7 of the Easter Conference Finals back in 2007. And a girl who I actually liked 13 years ago back in college, I really wanted to speak to her. So did I feel anxious? No, I just felt like I was out of touch with reality. Like something could have went terribly wrong and I didn't know. It's like those two people who were, they were on uh, some kind of boating trip in the Grand Canyon. Next thing you know, they came back after 30 days and they say, hey, has a pandemic came? Ha 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 ha. And the guy was like, "Uh, yeah, a pandemic has come. See, you want to be ready for information like that. That's unbelievably important. We've seen all the crazy Netflix films of, hey, oh my God, I just got a text message. There's a big alarm. We have to hurry up and get under blah, 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 all that stuff. Okay, you don't want a phone? You think I'm addicted to my phone? Let me put my phone over here. There could be a phone call for a job, an opportunity, or maybe even something bad could have happened to a loved one. Knock on wood. And because this article is saying, oh, you should just not have a phone. I'm not going to know. No, thank you. I need to be in touch with the world. That's it. That's all there is to it. I don't believe in addictions either. It's called a habit. Now, the habit creates a, you know, a behavior, you know, forms a habit. Habit becomes like your person, you know, your characteristic characteristic ends up becoming your overall body of work, your personality trait. So if you have a habit of drinking, I don't call it an addiction. If you have a habit of drinking, what are some of the triggers that make you drink? Maybe not having alcohol in your home. Okay, a lot of us are like, well, Arsenio, I do spend a lot of time on my social media when I could. Okay, you're aware. So let, let me look at it this way. Am I addicted to looking at my podcast analytics? So I have a tendency of checking up on my analytics, but it only takes about two seconds to check it. Okay, there are times where I'm on my laptop after I do something, I check my analytics. Okay, Arsenio, maybe you should stop checking. Well, or I always click the ESPN or these new website news websites. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm addicted. It means that my mind is on autopilot, and that's what I always do. That's it. So how can I keep myself busy? Well, like before 9 a.m. now, and when I go to the gym, I don't check any of my social media for three hours until I get home from the gym. You know, 6 p.m. It's 6.20 p.m. right now. I've turned off all my notifications and I'm not turning anything on until 6 p.m., um, 6 a.m. tomorrow. I get all my writing down my goals list, my meditation. Okay, a couple of things over here, motivational message over here. This is what I do. And that's just so I could get back in touch with me. It's not because I'm addicted. But there are times I find myself like, okay, Arsenio, in the morning, I'm really wasting time just laying here on the bed. Really get up. You have so much to do. So much to do. You're not unmotivated. You're not uninspired. You just need to get up and snap out of the funk. We always, we all get in these funks. So again, it's just a habit. It's a habit. And I've broken away from so many of those habits and you can do the same thing. So again, I've talked about that. In ter- well, we're going to be speaking about a lot of different things in this Business English podcast. So stay tuned for that. But again, guys, I just want to put it into perspective because we have a tendency of labeling things as something being like, again, loneliness. That's impossible. You came into the world lonely. 
you came into the world single. Oh, but you had a family. Okay, then that family goes away. Does that necessarily mean you're lonely? What is loneliness? People always ask me. Oh my God, Arsenio, you know, you don't talk to your family. You live at your condo by yourself. Are you lonely? What is lonely? No, I'm my best company. God, I enjoy my company more than anyone else out there. I challenge you to spend one hour by yourself. Now, I do believe that my podcast has helped me a lot because that allows me to express myself in so many different ways. If I wasn't a podcaster, then maybe it would allow my thoughts to go to different places and say, man, I really need to get out and meet some people. But to be honest with you, I mean, I'm a teacher too. So after eight hours of teaching one day, I want to come home and not to speak. Holy goodness. That's what I would love to do. There's no such thing as loneliness. Depression. No, you're just uninspired. You've just been doing a very bad habit over and over and over, and you don't want to address your issue. It's going to be some really good fiery things on my Instagram over the next couple of days if they hadn't already gone up. So I do advise you guys to go on there because we talk about, I'm gonna, I talk about this stuff in terms of personal development. You need to start questioning things and reflect on you. Yeah, I went through a huge bout uh, probably in August. I quit a job. I woke up angry one morning. One of my friends was like, dude, you sound real angry. What's wrong? It's because I had a healing session. That's another long story. Uh, but, you know, chakra healing, all this craziness, transformation. But it makes me a better individual after I come out of all of that. You know, I go through these bouts where I'm just like, oh, my God, I just want to be by myself and be, yeah, da, 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 da. And then I say, okay, I feel much better now. Let's go get it. And I raise my consciousness level. Now, I don't know. Now, I remember at times I did feel extremely lonely living in Chantaburi seven years ago. But it wasn't loneliness. It's because when you live in an apartment where there are barely any people living in that single building in five floors, where there are no people on the weekends, where you live on a university campus, so it takes you about five minutes to drive to the front of the campus, where you have to drive an additional 15 kilometers to get to the city center. And then when it's, when it's always raining, so you really can't do anything in the evening and no one speaks English and everyone hates your skin tone. Yeah, seven years ago, it was difficult. I did find myself like, oh my God, you know, I'm listening to this music and it's making me want to get out and interact with people. I wasn't a podcaster seven years ago. So I had a bad habit. I had a habit of not being comfortable in my own skin, but now I most certainly am. That's called a habit. And this goes back to an addiction. If you feel like you could spend less time on your phone, turn your notifications off. Oh, I really need to concentrate. I feel like my phone's a distraction. Turn off all your notifications. That's what I do. I always do that. Saturday and Sunday, most notably, because I feel like I do go through really funk funks during those days because I continuously check my phone for whatever reason it is to see if someone responds to me. No one's responding for over four hours, five hours. I'm like, man, no one's talking to me. I'm turning off everything. I'll see this phone tomorrow. Yeah, because I just feel like I'm being emotionally drained by my phone. That's crazy. I'm putting my happiness into the hands of a damn device or put my happiness into the hands of other people who I'm thinking that they're going to talk to me and start up a conversation. It's the craziest thing. So on Saturday and Sunday, I teach from 10 on Saturday to about 6. I get home at 7. I might have a dinner. I might have a call. I might have a coaching. Now, I know there's going to be a lot of coaching coming up over the next couple of weeks and stuff, but 
uh, or next month, year, whatever it may be. Um, but I like to have some me time. I love those me times to be Friday. So this me time, okay, example, Friday, I would turn off my, of course, my, my notifications and everything because one of my friends will be coming over to have pizza and a movie from what, I think 12.30 up to about 4, 4.30. After that, I'm going to get into business for about two to about three hours. And there it is. See, I know how to retract myself from certain things. And sometimes we do need to just purge ourselves. Because sometimes it feels like, oh, I'm getting like, I feel like I'm getting really attached and emotionally drawn to this phone. I want people to message me. But when I don't get that, I feel sad. Oh my God, I'm allowing a, t- a piece of technology to take away my happiness. That enough is enough. So this is a very good personal development podcast in general. People, you're not addicted. You're just uninspired. You're not lonely. You're just, you're not comfortable with living in your own skin. You have to reflect on yourself. You're not depressed. You're not depressed. You're sad. Okay, why are you sad? Oh, because of this. Okay, what can we do to improve that? Let's fix it. If you feel that, that, that I don't feel like someone could be in depression, that means someone is in sadness for X amount of years. Okay, who is it? Is it your family? Where you live? Is it your environment? Is it your job? Is it what has happened in the past? You need to go through a personal transformation. There's no goddamn sense of living through that depression for uh, X amount of years. I've heard people, oh, I've been depressed for seven years. What? That means you never asked the question, why am I depressed? Holy S word. Are you for real? Are you for real? For real means, are you serious, right? That's some good slang for you guys out there. I just, I just don't understand that. Like I, when I hear someone like, yeah, I've been depressed for like years. What the, what? You mean you wasted your life? Just not you ask the question. You're just, you're uninspired. Your environment sucks. Your relationships suck. Your family sucks. Your job sucks. Your money sucks. Your happiness sucks. You have no joy. You have sorry friends. Be honest. Reflect. I do this on a consistent basis, guys. Every 25th of the month, I reflect on my previous month. Career, health, wealth, physical environment, personal development, family and friends, fun and hobbies, romantic relationships. Will of life is what I call it. I've been doing it for five years already. If one specific category takes a significant toll, I go back and say, oh, okay, how can I improve that? What happened? Why was it very negligent? The traditional strengths were always good, but what about this one? I question myself. That's what you need to do. It's kind of like when you take a test. Life is a test. It's like, and don't tell me it's a stress test. No, just ask yourself, you know what? What is it that I can do with this? If I'm experiencing this, let me look at it as a lawyer. Okay, let me lay all the details out on a table and figure out what's going on. That's how you do it, guys. This is how you do it. So you have the ability now. If you guys want to read the article, if you guys want to do the phrasal verbs, if you want to fill in some other things, go to my Arsenio's Business English badge on, of course, Patreon. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast slash personal development podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.